Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I feel like we should have some music in the background. Yeah. Why is that song in my head? Third time starting it. <laughs> I feel like you're saying like starting it, but not actually having finished it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you know, I had a donut. Oh, congratulations. I ate a donut. I always feel, okay, so one of the things that that we do on Saturdays, that's kind of a treat, is um, my wife likes to get Dunkin' Donuts coffee and some of those little breakfast wraps, like the sausage, egg, and cheese wraps. And um, so, so we each get one of those. And then the habit has been like donut. Like, like we, we get a donut, right? Cause we don't have lots of treat, like sweets usually. So like, it's like a, a fun treat on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning to get like a donut. And I always get just like a glazed donut. Cause I don't, I don't need, I don't need no fancy stinking donut. I don't need anything like that. I just, just a glazed donut. And so I get it. We call it donkey yummies. We get some donkey yummies and we get, we get our, our wraps and our donut. And I eat it, and I'm always disappointed. Have you done it? <laughs> yeah, it's just like that's so tragic. They don't put that like it's they don't put much on it, you know. It's like well, have you considered maybe getting a different kind of donut? Yeah, but I just <laughs> want it to be like a better glazed donut. Like I just want more. Maybe you can get like a. I just I just want more glaze on it. Yeah. It's like they just it's like they just like gently glaze it it's like they just it's like a hint of glaze a hint yeah it's like somebody just it's like, like it's like lacroix it's like you whispered glaze in the other room right you know? right it's like somebody just <laughs> it's like the glaze fairy sneezed on it rather than like you know like took a paintbrush and like actually you know swiped it it's like i want i want i want the i want the donut like bathed in the glaze you know yeah bring your own glaze i i just want i want it like yeah, how hard is it to make glaze? You you should go to that Dunkin' Donuts next time, right in front of the window, just go. Right, and it's like, and it's on like one side. It's like just the top of it has some glaze, but the bottom of it doesn't have any freaking glaze. Like, put it on both sides. How hard is it to glaze the other side of the donut? It's not that hard. I don't care. You have to pick it up from the top anyway. Like the top and sides are like the donut is sitting on the tray, right? 
a three-dimensional object the only the bottom side is not glazed so when whatever side you pick up on you're gonna touch the glaze you go um but you still have to touch you know i don't you pick up a wait you don't pick up a donut with a spatula if you're being sanitary i imagine you use a tool (laughs) no you just pick it up with your freaking hands nah dude yeah, it's you just it's not like you're you're like passing around donut like this is just a donut you just pick it up like, like I, is there a single Dunkin donuts or like this is your personal donut this is just my freaking personal donut like they put the oh, donut in a bag received it <laughs> yeah and i just pull the donut out of the bag and eat it right yeah that's it it's Cut just them. it's just it's like and then you get some of the glazed on your fingers you lick it off your fingers you wash your hands when you're done there's less glaze on your donut what was that? Wait, what? It's less glaze on your donut. You can get it on your fingers. Yeah, but then you get to lick the glaze off your fingers, which is kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, a treat? it's kind of like an extra bonus treat extra at the treat. end. <laughs> extra it's bonus like, treat. It's like, yeah, it's like uh, the extra <laughs> fries in, in the bottom of the bag. Except it's finger. Finger glaze. Stickies. Finger, finger stickies. Glaze. Yeah, you just can lick them off. Gross. Yeah. And then you have to tell the dogs not to lick your fingers until you go wash your hands. Yeah. Because they want to lick your fingers. Yeah, it's all sugary. It's all sugary. It's all yummy, yummy, sugary. Except that it, it isn't as yummy, sugary as it should be because freaking Dunky Yummies doesn't put enough glaze on their donuts. Freaking Dunky Yummies. <laughs> Dunky Yummies. Freaking, well, there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast, and some of you guys might be here during the live show, and some of you guys might be patrons. And if, if any of you are in corporate, you need to tell them, tell your stores, put some more freaking glaze on your glazed donuts. How hard is it? Dunky yummies? Get How hard? On Get on it, Dunky yummies. All right, we got a podcast to do about food. Wait, our podcast isn't about donuts. Yeah, it could be if they're human donuts. Ready? Let's go. Whoa. The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. You see, the White Glove Society remains the very picture of courtesy. Even in the face of such impolite accusations, we have nothing to hide here. Welcome back, Vault Dwellers, and... Wastelanders and ghouls and all sorts of survivors and robots and synths and anybody else in the wasteland. You know what? I haven't I haven't been welcoming all of our potential friends, and that's my yeah, fault. We're not very inclusive. I need to be more inclusive about everybody in the wasteland and raiders. I mean, raiders might be listening to our podcast as well. I'm, you know, heck, even even people who are dare I say it, part of the enclave. Welcome to our show. You are part of the wasteland as well. I shouldn't discriminate. And here we are again. I am your host, Tom or Robots, and I am here at, with my co-host, my wonderful co-host, Lainey Neos Pandora. Welcome back. How are you doing, Lainey? Hello, hello. I'm all right. <laughs> Sniffly yeah. today, apparently. Sniffly, yeah. Sometimes we have... There it is. You try to avoid the sniffs the rest of the show. You get one sniff, there it was. Go back and enjoy it. Yeah, sometimes, and sometimes you, you wake up with the sniffs, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe you got the fall sniffles. It's it's fall. The weather isn't as yeah. hot out, which is nice. Things are turning. 
And I've got some exciting news for us with the wall, with the weather getting cooler and with the uh, advent of Spooptober on the horizon, we're going to have a very special guest coming up in the next in two weeks. We have Jessica Starr from Internet fame. She does all sorts of stuff in the Fallout community, but she's going to be joining us in a few weeks to talk about the most disturbing things in fallout and uh th this is going to be super exciting so that's coming up in a few weeks so stay tuned for that but this week we are wrapping up our casinos in new vegas at least the ones on the strip with a discussion of the white glove society and the ultra Lux casino we've talked about some of the other casinos on the strip and this time we're going to talk about i think this is, might be one of my favorites what do you think laney i mean it's definitely a a spicy one a spicy one. A spicy meatball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you like those spicy meatballs? I, you know, I do. Cool. You like them apples? <laughs> how, about the, how about them apples? I usually don't have the, the apples? apples and the meatballs together, but. um. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you should like saute them together. Maybe like maybe the apples would bring out something special in the meatballs. I don't know about that. That sounds like putting apples in your curry makes it a little sweet while it's also spicy. I, I haven't it's heard of that, but good. okay, I'll have, I'll have to try that. Maybe we should ask some of the um, some of the chefs over at the White Glove Society if what they would do with that. I have a feeling some of them would add other ingredients that you and I may not be so happy about. Yeah, but why don't we get into this? So who are the White Glove Society? So these are some more um, X Raiders, I suppose, that mm -hmm. were transformed into these 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 beautiful people. These beautiful people. They're like these beautiful really people. Together. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like how in the notes here you have the word reconditioned, as if they were um, <laughs> like components in a computer that were like reconditioned in order to be <laughs> used again in a different way by well, Robert yeah, House. They, they had to be completely. Reconditioned. That's what it is. You know, you have to turn these people into a completely different group. Yes, um, right. And what's interesting about these guys is that, like, unlike the other groups that we have, right, where we talk about how um, the Omeritas were like the Slitherkin back in the day mm -hmm. and stuff like that, we don't have that for these guys because they are so concerned with suppressing their past that they do not want you to even know who they were. Because back in the day, they were notorious in the wasteland. This group was notorious for kidnapping and eating people. Eating people. People. Like Soylent Green is people. Yeah, but like straight up om nom nom flesh. Delicious. Is it? I don't know. Well, I'm talking for them. Oh, they I'm not a cannibal. Okay, so th they thought it was... <laughs> okay, so, so Robert House was like, okay, you raider guys who eat people... You're cool. Come on over. We're going to we're going to hang out and I'm going to give you I think it was more like a you're not cool. Let me fix you or kill you. Those are the options. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so stop eating people. You, you guys cool with that? All right. Here's the ultra lux. Yes. Got yes. it. Got it. OK. All right. So um, so he, he worked out a deal with them and was like, all right, you stop eating people. You can move into the ultra lux. You're going to you're going to run this place for me. You're going to chill out. No more eating people. Let's be cool about this. Stop dressing like these crazy raiders. Put on some fancy clothes. Be high society because they're, they're they are high society. Yeah. They're very fancy. They're very fancy. They're kind of um, they're kind of the fanciest, right? 
they were like suits and ties. They're like super fancy though. They're like, they're yes. like super well, they're ultra luxe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they're like super fancy, like, like white and black, like super fancy, like tuxedos and fancy dresses. And, and a lot of them even wear masks. And, mm -hmm. and in fact, there's even rumors that like they used to be an all ghoul gang. And so they wore masks in order yeah. to cover their faces, but that isn't actually true. It's just part of the whole high society thing. You know, them doing the whole like a fancy mask covering thing that it's they the mystery. did. It's the mystery of it. Right. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, so, but they did eat people. This they was did, a thing. This was a thing. And they, a rage with Mr. House that under the conditions that they're working in, um, he wouldn't even, you know, reveal that to people. So mm. the goal here is to completely erase this past. Um, at least from, at least that's the goal for some people involved. <laughs> but that, that was um, the original agreed upon. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, so right, right when when House hired them, uh, they denounced cannibalism. They formed the White Glove Society. They fixed up the casino and the hotel. Right, the Ultralux. And they just became these totally other people, right? You don't see them. It's kind of like the other casinos as well. You don't see them outside of their uniforms, right? Right. They right. are fancy people forever they, now. They are cleaned they up. Have, they and, have canes. <laughs> right. And, and we do know who they used to be, though. We do know the original name of the, the gang here. We do? Yep. And they originally named the Sawneys. Oh, no, but this is... No, no, no. This is... um what they were originally named in game development. Right. But, but in the actual game oh, itself, this is not, that's right. not the name of the Raider trip. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To specify. Right. 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 But in development, they would have been named the Sonnies, but yet that was never yeah. actually in the game. Yeah. It never, it never actually made it into the game. game. Right. Right. Which is kind of cool because this is, it's almost like even in the game development, that was erased. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like it's almost like a meta uh, established thing that the the name of the gang was erased completely from the game altogether. Like had this been revealed in the game, they probably would have been not known as the Sonnies, but it wasn't like you can't find it in the game. Right. It was no. it was in development. This is what they would have been named, but it was completely erased from the game. You can't find that name in the game. We don't know what the name of their their tribe was. It was erased. We don't we actually, quote unquote, don't know. But it probably yeah. would have been the Sonnies. Yeah, I can imagine it's probably frustrating for some people to find out that lore that they would want to know, I guess, is just totally inaccessible. But I think, like you're saying, it does a great thing for the story where truly we don't there's no way to know, you know, it mm -hmm. really it really ups that mis mystery that we're talking about the masks and everything, which is fun. Yeah, um, yeah that's kind of neat. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the people that are in play here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first off, I think we should talk about Marjorie. Uh, Marjorie is the official leader of the White Glove Society and um, is in charge, in charge, is in charge of the restaurant and, um, generally that's what keeps her on top right it's like she she is the manager of the restaurant and the restaurant it brings in money you know i guess the casino also brings in money but that's why you have multiple people working together right well oftentimes uh these casinos and uh hotels and things are known for things like a, a very high quality restaurant like if you go right. to if you go to las vegas they're 
are restaurants in Las Vegas that are known for being like some of the highest quality restaurants in the country. Like they are these extremely well-known locations that you would go to specifically for the restaurant. So this restaurant is called the gourmand and, um, and this is when the, the quote at the beginning of the show was from Marjorie. And this is another quote from her. And again, this is what she sounds like. I know our reputation. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me replay this with actually having the sound up. Here we go. It's been spotless, but that's all in the past now. Let me restart that. Sorry. I know our reputation hasn't always been spotless, but that's all in the past now. And I think that sums up kind of her her personality, her take on things. Right. Yeah, She's, that's it's her whole thing. She's totally on board with the the reconditioning, if you will, <laughs> and is happy to run a non-cannibal restaurant. Right, um, and she's, she's she's trying to stick with the agreement with uh, with Mr. House. Like she she right, wants right. to stick with it. She wants to go in the future direction. She's she's saying, okay, we are no longer who we used to be, whoever that was, and we are now. The white glove society we are now going to stick with our agreement and move forward this is who we are this is how i run our restaurant and the past is the past the future is the future this is who we are now right well and she's in charge of everybody so it's real easy to you know if you have a good leader that is trying to make the situation work and to move people away from cannibalism then it makes it easier to do things like move away from cannibalism um but if you start bringing other people into play, that maybe tip the table, tip the table, tip the what? Tip Scale. the table, tip, tip wow. the desk furniture chair. When, yeah, you know, when they tip the chair a little bit. Tip <laughs> over the lounger. It's it can be hard to avoid um, cannibalism. I assume when suddenly it is around you again. I guess I I consider cannibalism to be like an addiction in yeah. this context. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just like yeah. it's just like food, you know, like um, like if you're into like ice cream and you decide, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to eat ice cream anymore. And you go for like months and months without eating ice cream. And then all of a sudden you yeah. go to a birthday party and somebody's serving ice cream. And then you're like, oh, my God, I haven't had ice cream in months. That looks so good. It's probably something like that. Right. You're like, yeah, oh, I remember. I remember that. Human flesh is a lot grosser than ice cream. Unless you really like it. Unless you really like it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried human flesh. I wonder flesh. if they, they like ice cream or not. Maybe you could make like human fat ice Oh, cream. God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, okay. So, But there is somebody else at play here that is, of course, the counter to Marjorie, and that is Mortimer. Right, right. Okay. So, right. yeah. So, Mortimer is the hotel manager, and you can meet him at the front desk. Um, Mortimer, obviously, what we've been alluding to is the, the player here that comes in and uh, wants to mix things up. Or I guess take things back to how they were. Um, he definitely wants to bring cannibalism back <laughs> into the casino, right? And not right. become not become something else entirely. Not go back to being raiders. Just turn you know turn their current situation into something a little more dark. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he's he's got a taste. He's got a taste for that. That you know that long pig. And he wants to serve it back up again. And this is, I think this sums them up pretty well. For our the, society the to pig? be truly elite, we must dine on the most delicious, the most exclusive food known to us. Yeah, the long pig. Yeah, the long pig. Have you ever heard that phrase? The long no. pig? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a phrase. 
Um, also, he says things like this. There is a meat sweeter than the most corn-fed livestock. Most of you have tasted it. All of you have coveted it. <laughs> and um, oh. this is another good quote from him as well. You're all hypocrites. How can you claim to be connoisseurs yet deny yourselves the greatest of all meats? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, the greatest of all meats. Um, he's got a taste for that long pig, friends. Man. Yeah. G- gross. Yeah, you know what I do not have? That. That. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, couldn't mm, be me. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so that's that's kind of the dilemma you get into here, and this of course plays out in the quest lines and things. Um, yeah. So, but let's talk about let's talk about the outfits and the technology that you come across here, and and I, I love in playing through New Vegas. I think that this is one of the um, most interesting locations to enter into because, of course, when you're in the wasteland, the juxtaposition here is that. For the the majority of the game up until this point, even when you go into some of these other casinos and the other casinos are a little bit fixed up and in the situations that you're in, you're most of the time walking into these very dirty rundown locations and some of the locations are uh, revamped a bit. They're kind of rebuilt, but for the most part, you don't find locations that look particularly nice um and and most of the places you're in don't look like anything that you would see in a like high-end location today and this is probably the location that looks the most like a location that you would come across in today's society so yeah so i find it interesting that this location is one of the most formal and actually cleaned up locations of all the places and yet it's also very very dark the idea of cannibalism being one of the most i don't know I don't know. One of the worst transgressions, not only killing people, but eating them seems to yeah. be more very in their case, dark. I feel like so. I mean, cannibalism is one of those things where uh, there are people in the world that want to be eaten and there are people in the world that want to eat. Um, but what these guys are doing when they uh, kidnap people is, I think, where the where the real issue is. I think also probably you should be eating people in general. Mm-hmm. Let me make that very clear. But there, there are people who want to be eaten. <laughs> I think that maybe in a consensual setting you can like come to come to an arrangement yes. at least in fallout where it's real dark right that's the kind of thing that people might have a conversation uh, about in this world right well <laughs> and, and one of the things that you come across in the in the quest lines is that it's not just people it's not just like other consenting adults it's yeah like children being abducted which is yeah, on top just- of that even worse you know like yeah th- th- this gets this whole storyline gets really really dark so, mm-hmm. but let's talk about some of the outfits and things you have here in the notes, the, uh, that they wear formal wear and society attire. They have very specific garb that they wear. And, um, most of them of course wear masks and they even have dress canes. This is, this is the kind of clothing that you would have seen in like 1930s, 1940s formal wear during like the, uh, Hollywood heyday, that old timey. Hollywood movie attire. Right? Yeah, it's very much classic Hollywood. I think that it's fun that the dress cane, they're armed with the dress cane. This is their weapon. Yeah. They're going to bonk you with it. <laughs> they're going to bonk you with it. What else? What other weapons do they have? Um, well, not 
they don't really have other ones except there are two flamers being used in the kitchen uh-huh um I guess are attainable if you if you go in there, but that's about it. And I think they will use them if you start fighting in the kitchen. Oh, of course, um, yes. Whoever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever whoever's manning the flamers will use the man's too. But other than that, you just have canes. So yeah, I always try to be sneaky and go about my ways without having to fight everybody through here. But there were mm-hmm. situations where things would go wrong, and I would have to fight through this. And and yeah, I would run into people setting me on fire in the kitchen that yep. that was definitely something i would end up having to deal with yeah well it's funny it feels like smooth sailing when you know all your opponents are using melee weapons and you have a gun maybe if you can get a gun in there right um but then to make it to the kitchen and just get blasted <laughs> i blasted them yeah so um you have another uh, thing here in the note. It says, when walking by a white glove, one may remark you mustn't ask why we wear our masks we are forbidden to speak of it yeah, so this is regarding um, what you were saying at the beginning about them being speculated to be an all-ghoul gang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, they, and, yeah. They, and they they don't like talking about it either. They're just like, no. we, we don't we don't talk about things. They're very secretive, which I think is also also fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like that there isn't a whole lot of actual information about who these guys are or who they were, you know. It, I think it's it's growing on me. I thought it was kind of weird when I was thinking about it before taking these notes but it, the, the mystery is really uh amping things up i like that i don't know i like that they somehow i guess i guess it makes sense they see themselves as better than most of the other people in the wasteland and especially on the strip mm-hmm. um and this is because they they only dine on the finest foods and they wear such fancy clothes and have such a fancy place right they must be the fanciest um and then i was like oh but cannibalism that doesn't seem to fit here but the way that mortimer talks about eating humans is as if it's this luxury right yeah well it's it's a secret it's a they understand that the the thing that they know about cannibalism the thing that they partake in is a very uh it's a it's a minority thing it's something that most people won't understand and so to justify it to themselves they see it as a heightened thing that Mm. that they they just can't justify to other people because they just don't understand it's Mm -hmm. this is a common psychological thing it's it's one of those things a lot of people do when when they feel like other people are going to look down on them for something they instead of going back and saying okay other people are right i'm wrong i'm gonna stop doing that instead they flip it and they say well other people are wrong this thing is actually better and they don't understand it yeah you just romanticize whatever it is right (laughs) i'm in the right intensely this is this is better than this they're not good enough to understand this therefore I'm in the right. I am part of this exclusive group and they are out a part of this outlier. And, mm-hmm. uh, and this, I mean, this happens in society a lot. This idea that like, I have this secret knowledge about what is actually going on in medicine and all of the doctors are wrong, you know, like that kind of thing. Uh, this happens a lot in our society and it's, it's a psychological thing that humans do. And it's, it actually can be very dangerous and can justify things like cannibalism. So, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny that this episode went that direction, but it did. So there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, th- but this group is really interesting. I always felt kind of odd in uh, I, I had this dilemma in like part of me wanted to just attack them and destroy them. But then part of me felt like not all of them are bad because so, like people like Marjorie seem to have let go of their ways and want to just mm-hmm. be normal good people running a casino you know like that she just they just want to serve up actual real food they don't want to abduct children they like she just wants to run a business and serve actual good food to people and that's there's nothing wrong with that you know like there's no there's no bad anything there god imagine running a business and people are kidnapping and eating people in your establishment behind your back right like that's this is a, a tricky situation because yeah she might have to atone for past sins but she's not committing them now does that mean that I, I i can just run through the whole place and murder everybody like that doesn't you know what about people who have joined this establishment to work for her that were never part of the original gang and have never partaken in any of this bad stuff like um this is a dilemma i find uh difficult to deal with in today's society like you you have um, for example, the issues going on with Activision Blizzard. Let's talk video games. Activision Blizzard has been accused of mishandling the way that they've managed employees and dealing with um, some of the issues going on with uh, employees, with uh, employees feeling abused and um uh, what's the right words? Just mistreated. Uh, mistreated. Uh, a lot of the women in the in the company feel like they've been, um, you know, what's um, words are not falling working in my head today. <laughs> um, but you know, a, a lot of those kinds of issues, right? And this goes all the way up to the top. You know, like uh, obviously the management and the CEOs of the company and, and people like that have to take responsibility for these things because that kind of stuff comes down from the top. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of employees who also were had nothing to do with that so if you boycott the entire company then those employees also don't make money not all of those employees should have to be you know right like how do you how do you deal with that you know like diablo 2 came out do i go not buy it because i don't want the company to make money because they need to learn their lesson and so the CEOs need to learn their lesson. So or do I like it's a difficult situation, right? The yeah. majority of the, the company were actually the people who were damaged by it. So by boycotting the company, am I just damaging them more? Right. How? Yeah. Is the company the people in charge or is the company everyone? Right. Right. Like, the yeah. Yeah. If if 80% of the company are the people who are actually hurt by the decisions of the people in leadership, then is boycotting them the right answer? I don't know. Probably not. If the company were like- to lose enough money this year that the majority of the workers had to go find other jobs, is that good for them or is that bad for them? It might be well, good in that they, they have to get they have to go find another job and they end up working for a better company. But what if them, a lot of them can't find jobs and then they can't pay their mortgages and feed their families? That That's mm-hmm. that's ultimately a bad thing. 
am, am I the right person to be even making that decision? Should I just be going about my life regularly and just voicing my, you know, distaste for the things that the people are doing and hoping that legal decisions are made and that the law takes care of it because this is a legal issue, you know, like these kinds of dilemmas are very intricate and it's tough to make these decisions. When you start bringing into the real world and you start bringing money into it and I mean, you have to think also that the the CEOs of the company are going to be making the most. Right. And so when you're giving the company money, right? Like it's, it's going, it's going to everyone kind of, Right. But it is also going to the top a lot. It's just, it's so the much largest more chunk goes just... to the top. Right. But right. it also gets distributed <laughs> to everybody else too. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a very difficult issue, but anyway, it's just something to be thinking about. Like, how do you not damage everyone? How do you yeah. like, what are the yeah. right choices to make here? It's, it's, In it's Fallout, tricky. Right. Cannibalism is a, is a crazy kind of example of this, but what they're doing is always representing actual real world issues that we have. Sure. Um, Sure. And in this case, you know, they're using cannibalism as the metaphor, but right. it's the same kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, kidnapping of children, um, uh, doing things to people against their their will. You know, like all, all of these things are all metaphors for actual real world things, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. And uh, like Sage in chat says, it's it's good at adding the, the gray area here. The depth mm-hmm. of the story, the dilemma, the being a rock in a hard place like that's that's where these stories yeah. work really, really well. So. All right. Well, we've got to get to the mid show. Also, oh, hang you, on, you, hang one on. more thing. All right. Cool. Go for it. <laughs> I was just thinking about Marjorie and Mortimer and well, Marjorie, right? She's the manager for the restaurant. And so Mortimer wants to be the cannibal, but he doesn't have direct control over what people are eating inside the casino. Um, I just think I think they did a great job setting it up like that in terms of. You know, it's like a it's like a checks and balances thing where the right more and more they create this character that's really a, a problem. <laughs> he's a he's a nuisance in this situation. But it's he's in a situation where he can't really have all the power here. Right. Unless you unless you let him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's vying to influence her position without being able right. to be the person that's in that position. Yeah. So it creates yeah. a, a dilemma. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got to go thank our patrons and talk about what's coming up for our patron chat at the end of the month, which is actually just a few days away because it's going to be on Thursday night. So this is coming up real soon. And then we're going to talk about the the layout of the casino, which is always fun to talk about. So we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. See another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. 
All right, so thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are absolutely amazing. And uh, just a reminder, we do have new merch on the for the patrons, and these designs will be out for you guys. They've already been up for a few weeks here. That means we're already a month closer to them being delivered to you guys after you have been a patron for three months consecutively at the right tiers. So that means starting at tier three for stickers and tier four and higher for t-shirts, then you get a um, one of these things and they'll be sent out to you guys. So make sure if you are a patron, make sure that your shipping information for your, your patron account is updated and that it is included so that these things get shipped out to you. They get shipped out automatically through Patreon. So make sure that all stuff is all set up. And if you haven't seen these yet, go to patreon.com slash Fallout Lorecast and check out the designs. I think you guys are going to love them. The first one is the Brotherhood of Steel symbol, and it is inlaid with a really cool looking steel texture that looks like all weathered and detailed. And it's on a t-shirt and stickers. I think you guys are going to love this. And we have to thank Jared B. Jared, thank you so much for being our Liberty Prime top tier, tier six patron. He's still in that top slot. Thank you so much, Jared B. You are an amazing supporter of the show. We really, really do appreciate it. And then also to our tier five, Southern Rage and Stagger and Stumble. Thank you so much for supporting the show as well. And all of our other patrons, all 46 of you currently, thank you for being here. You guys are amazing. And we've got a bunch of Assaultrons tier four members, also tier five and tier six members who can join us in just a few days. Because on Tuesday night, on the 28th, we will have our patron episode. And let's talk about what we're going to talk about. I was considering doing some sort of, like, game show thing. So let me know if you guys think that'll be fun. Maybe dividing you guys up and doing a fun little little game show. And maybe not a lore quiz show. Maybe more of a, like, comparative thing. Like, I was thinking about taking maybe some of the quest names, the names of quests, and comparing them to, like... um something else like some of them are song titles for example in new vegas and saying like is this a new vegas quest line or is this a song title that doesn't show up as a new vegas quest line and doing things like that and saying like which one is it and then and then maybe splitting everyone up into teams and seeing which team wins like that kind of thing so let me know if you think that's a fun idea and we'll see what we have going so th- uh, tuesday night 9 p.m eastern So that would be 6 p.m. Pacific, I believe. And we'll see you guys on Tuesday. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, let's talk about the layout of the casino, Lainey. So, of course, there's the lobby when you walk in. Let's 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 take a little tour. You walk into the Ultralux. You've got the lobby. Well, let me let me preface with something else that I I forgot to touch on in the last bit. just in terms of like player interaction, I had two notes here. Okay. One of them being, and it feels like a given, um, if you are a cannibal in the game, you are able to interact with them in ways that non-cannibal characters or players can't. Uh, and it just makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. Um, these are, this is the only group on the strip that you can have any reputation with, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Which is super interesting, I think. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if this was like a limitation of development, because this game was a bit rushed out. For as much mm-hmm. as in this game, which is amazing, they only had a very short period of time to to get this game out. 
and it's the scope of the game is very large. They had a lot of goals that they had to kind of put on the back burner. So I have to wonder if they got this part done for this gang, for this group, this casino, and they just weren't able to get the other ones finished. Yeah, I wonder. Because it doesn't, you know, it's it's kind of strange given that there is interaction with other groups and there are quests that you can do and obvious kind of moral things, moral dilemmas going on with the different groups. Um, and for and this yet, to be the only one that you really have any impact on. Yeah, and yet no reputation. Or that they have any impact on you, or, you know, in right. whatever in whatever way. <laughs> right, right. Good question. Good question. All right, so let's let's walk into the lobby. The lobby in the casino. What is What does this area contain? Yeah. So this area, the lobby and casino area, contains lobby and casino. How crazy. <laughs> That's the <a laughs> sentence I have on here. <laughs> um, so, well, first off, let's start from the fun part. There's a bar. This is called the Top Shelf. It's called the Top Shelf because it is the most exquisite and expensive uh, liquor you could ever ask for. It's it's top shelf liquor, but all of it. Even the bottom shelf is top shelf at the top shelf. Am I selling it to you? <laughs> there's, there's, there's only one shelf at the top shelf. <laughs> it's just one big long shelf. One big long shelf. Um, <laughs> I, 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 like your, so, I like your note here. The drinks are overpriced, but that's the point. But that's the point. I stole that from uh, what I was reading, because it's just... It's so funny to me. Everything there is like that, right? It's they're dressed the way they're dressed because it's pretentious and the alcohol is expensive because they're pretentious and they're cannibals because they're pretentious. That's just what it feels like the whole way through. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so so this is in the casino area and this is where you, you enter in. You see the casino. You see the bar. Um, if you want to go to the hotel, you can run into Mortimer and... Mm -hmm start engaging with some cannibalism perhaps <laughs> um the or i guess maybe not yourself engaging in it but over time you reveal some terrible things um and the door to the cashier has an average lock and if you want to get in there uh and in the area there's a whole lot of weapons and some other loot lots of caps stuff like that in this area and so it's good to stop by with mortimer and like check in maybe take his things mm -hmm. um and then next up what we have next next up uh, i guess we could walk <laughs> into the uh the kitchen yeah so what, um, what do we find in the kitchen yeah so the basement kitchens of the ultralux are access accessible from the members only area and this door is unlocked um and there, it leads to the gourmand, which has an easy lock. So this area right. is pretty accessible. Um, and if they're not mad at you, they won't try to shoot you with flamethrowers. Flamers, right, right. They, do, they, so, they don't go from cooking everything with these flamers to cooking you with the flamers. Yeah, <laughs> if they're oh, not they upset sure would like you. to, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, the basement itself consists of a number of rooms, including... Felipe's actual kitchen. Felipe is the chef in the Grimond. Felipe. Um, Felipe. Felipe. <laughs> uh, and so this, I mean, it has traditional kitchen things like a kitchen, you know? <laughs> a kitchen so, has kitchen things like a kitchen. And, well, you gotta think like the counter. I think I consider that the kitchen. But then you also have things <laughs> like the pantry, right? Would you consider the pantry? Yeah, the kitchen? I guess. I mean, some pantries are like big <laughs> enough to be their own rooms. So sure. I don't know, it's like a closet sometimes, you know, it's like its own little 
<laughs> little spot. Um, Courier in chat says, it's funny to make him mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you get normal kitchen things like mm-hmm. like kitchen appliances, a pantry, a dude locked in a freezer, Ted an elevator. Ted Gerders- uh, Gunderson. <laughs> yeah. Ted Gunderson. He's the son of a, of a well-known yeah. oh, uh, what, Brahmin Baron yeah, or something. Poor Ted. Yeah. Oh. Poor Ted. Uh-huh. This is where you find him. Spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> Spoilers. On, a, on a 10-year-old game at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers cannibalism. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, well, and there's a there's a wine room as well where they keep their obvious top fancy, shelf fancy wines. Wines, they're yeah. fancy wines. Um, so yeah, so and then you know if you want to walk around the basement, right? The kitchen's in the basement, but there's some other areas, and it's all pretty much patrolled. Um, so if you're trying to go through here and you make everyone angry, they will try to bonk you with their canes. <laughs> I love how you say bonk you. Like it's <laughs> like it makes it <laughs> sound even seen? more like a video game. Like they're just like bonk, <laughs> and there's like little lines that come out from your head when you get hit. And you're like, <laughs> oh, this... my head. <laughs> there was this trend going around maybe two years ago now where it was a, like a filter that you could use. And it was just the bonk filter. And it was all of a sudden your face was squished and there was a cane on your head and it just said bonk. It's like you're talking all of a sudden, bonk. It's good. Bonk. It's good. Look okay. Up. All right. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think about getting whacked with a cane. <laughs> bonk. bonk. That's it. They just bonk you with the cane. Um, they just bonk you. So, so yeah. So, don't get bonked. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The guys with the flamers are basically just at the bottom of the stairs here. And so, if you go in and you do not realize that they're flamers, like, be be educated. Yes. You know, scope the area out because you'll get blasted. Yeah, you get blasted. Yes. Um. Like so yeah. Danny so DeVito. yeah, and, and they I blasted him. <laughs> um. And well, here's another factor that we didn't really touch on is that you can become a member of the White Glove Society, and in order to do this, you have to have a sponsor, and basically all that means is that you have to have someone that really likes you to kind of bring you in. It's like you know, there's lots of things in the world that kind of function like that. Um, are sororities like that i feel like maybe, maybe greek life sure. <laughs> things yes um, i wasn't part of a sorority but i yeah, imagine that I. they could be like that <laughs> my college didn't even have them <laughs> no you're didn't. No. um but yeah but yeah so you can become a member of the society and in this case you can walk around all these areas and they don't really care so much um but if you are sneaking around them and you're unable to pass a speech uh, or repair check they will beat you up so watch out they'll bonk you yep all right they'll bonk you so let's talk about the the gourmand restaurant yeah so the gourmand is famous for its incredible brahmin wellington Mm. um and it always has a long wait list right it's like when you go to like a disney restaurant and you're like i'm gonna get there and there's totally be tables and they're like nope there's no seating for five years you're such a floridian (laughs) it's your that's reference just real. to this, that's just real. your reference to this is the Disney restaurants. That's funny. It's, it's, listen, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere else that's more like upsetting to be where suddenly like you're hungry and you can't sit down. You know, Disney you're restaurants. At Disney, you're hungry. Your whole family's there. Everyone's tired, and then you go and they're like, "Nope, <laughs> reservations only." Always. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> that's that's real stuff. In case any of you have never been to uh, any Disney type place. That's how it is. You go in and they do not want you to eat their food. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like mm-hmm. they want you to leave. No, I'm kidding. They, right. have, they, they just have an insane wait list. Right. Big wait um, list. Super popular. Lots of people coming from all over the wasteland. <laughs> um, and then there's also a members only area. 
in the Ultralux. There is. Yeah. Um, and this is, I mean, <laughs> about what you'd expect from a members-only area. You get places to sit, places to eat, places yeah. to get dressed. Large dining room and a, uh, a prep room, a reception area, a closet, and a 10 to 12 members of the White Glove Society hang out in here, some of which are armed with dress canes to bonk you. And are described as bouncers. So they're very fancy bouncers with bonk canes. We should just call them bonk canes, right? Bonk canes. And they're eager to bonk you because that's their job. They keep out the people that are not members of the White Glove Society. And mm-hmm. so these guys, before anyone else, if you try to enter this area, they will bonk you for sure. <laughs> right. And Watch yeah, out. you're not supposed to be in here unless you've been in, inducted as an honorary member by Marjorie herself. And have been given a key to this room so mm-hmm. yeah so otherwise stay well, out it's, it's pretty easy or you're gonna get uh, well i don't know about easy but marjorie if you if you tend to side with the non-cannibals it is likely that you will end up with access to this room <laughs> yeah because that's um, that's marjorie's side of it yeah 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 she likes you you're basically part of the society you're good um there's also a bathhouse yeah so and this is right it's an indoor pool right real fancy um it has a steam room where the player character can meet the investigators contact during the beyond the beef quest and this is the quest where ted gunderson is kidnapped and you're trying to figure out what's going on and it just opens up more and more cannibalism and it's like real dark mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um so yeah so you can go to the bathhouse to have a nice bath you know get a little steamy talk or- about or a drink things or a drink yeah well i mean it's fallout you can drink pretty much any water from any anything but if you really really want to drink bath water that that good good it's not even gamer girl bath water it's just (laughs) gamer girl like right and no rads though (laughs) this is like non-radiated water this is clean water yeah well except Except it's people full have of people bathed in it, so it's people flavored, <laughs> non radiated water. I'm really afraid of consuming people matter. I guess it's different when you're cooking a person. I, I mean, can this cook is out wait, wait. So this things. is basically people soup. It mm, good soup. <laughs> so you could drink people soup, and it's considered theft because I guess it's technically soup. You're stealing people soup, but you get no karma loss. And uh, no. it doesn't make anyone hostile. So they're okay with you stealing people soup. You get no radiation. It's just where they, they, they say it's stealing so that you feel a little guilty and weird about it. Right. And, and technically yeah. the salt in the bath is imported from California. Only the finest Californian salt. So it's yeah. a salted bath. It is definitely people soup. Soup. It's absolutely people soup. soup. Whoa. Yeah. That's, soup. A, that's a human broth. Yeah, sure. that is a human broth. That is a salty human broth. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's so nasty. Oh, oh. <laughs> How often do you think that they like switch out the water? Or never, something? never. Right? They just keep adding more you... salt. There's more salt. It's just all salt. Oh. It just collects at the bottom. The salt like turns like gray and dark. Oh. Yeah, enjoy yeah don't, that. don't don't kick up the muck on the bottom. And oh, you don't want to look down. Don't look down. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the penthouse suite. So once you've had enough of that people soup, you can go lay down in the penthouse suite, right? Yeah. So guess who's staying up here? Uh, only the fanciest of our um, Brahmin herders. Yes, only the fanciest. Homeboy's missing his son. 
He goes yeah. straight to the right yeah. place. <laughs> Mr. Gunderson. Mr. Gunderson heck. staying up in their room. Yeah. Seems heck. 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 Yeah, that's right. His name is Heck. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good name. Yeah. My name's Heck, Heck Gunderson. Gunderson. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, Heck Heck is looking for his son, Ted. Why didn't why didn't Heck name his son something else also awesome? Ted. It's just Ted. Yeah. I know, it's just Ted. With a name yeah. like Heck, you, you should have named like Theodore. <laughs> I know. Like, like Heck. Ted is a nickname. Uh, it should, no, I don't know. He should have named it something like Shucks or something. Shucks. Yeah. Oh, heck. Well, shucks. It could be, well, be, be Heck Gunderson and his son Frick Gunderson. Frick. <laughs> These are good. These are good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, it's not just him, though. He has bodyguards, which is probably why, seeing as his son got kidnapped, I'm oh. sure I too would be a little paranoid. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's upset with the establishment here. Yeah. He's not having a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. there's there's so some details about this. Yeah, we, we uh, I don't know that we should let's not spoil this part. Okay. Let's yeah, let's we yeah, could you can you there's ways to get into the penthouse. This is part of the whole quest line thing, but yeah. let's let's uh let's leave at least that part that part done. And then yeah. there's there's well, one I'll, I'll kind of breeze through. Okay, go uh, ahead. Just cuz we talk about, you know, access to these rooms. And mm -hmm. in order to get into this one, right, like Obviously, the bodyguards are an issue. You'll have to deal with that. Um, alternatively, there is a key that you can get, and you have to get it from Mortimer. Right. So. Because. Fun. <laughs> Mortimer. There's something going on with Mortimer here, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then if you don't have a key, as long as you have lockpick above 75, you're able to get in. Um, but if you do not have lockpick, what is that? What level lock is that? 75. That's pretty high. That's. Yeah, that's a. Is that a hard? Uh, maybe. I, it's been a while since yeah. I've thought about like what each of those <laughs> is labeled, but yeah, that's that's so, yeah. pretty high. So, up there. basically, you're not going to end up in this room unless you fight your way in or just follow the quest. Mm -hmm. Like you should, you should just do the quest. <laughs> Don't ruin it, you know. Sometimes you got to play through the game chronologically. Some people like to just go and dive in and end up in crazy places, and then they mix it all up. I was playing Fallout 3 recently, and I accidentally met people way farther in the game than I intended to. And they just, it just picked up like the middle of the quest. They were asking me things that I had no idea about. I had just started the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that can definitely happen. So, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then there's one other suite. Yeah. Well, we didn't really talk about what's in that first suite. It's, I mean... What do you what do you think is going to be in one of these suites? It's beautiful. The ceiling is the highest of all the different suites in New Vegas. The penthouse, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it says in the middle of the suite, there's a shallow pool, which I, maybe is not human soup. Or maybe it is, and you can take a little sip. Mm, maybe. <laughs> um, and then to the, to the right is a dining room and a kitchen. And there are not flamers in this kitchen, so you don't have to be that cautious. <laughs> The bodyguards aren't going to start flaming you, you know. Um, and then there's a, there's an upstairs area with the bedroom that has a bar in it. How fancy! And a bathroom and a what they could say is a pristine bathtub. And this is a big deal because you know those bathtubs in the wasteland are gritty. <laughs> These are some old, <laughs> dirty bathtubs, for sure. <laughs> so for them to have a pristine bathtub, wow! They've got everything here. They've got humans in freezers and human soup. 
and a pristine bathtub. What more could you possibly need? Uh, I can think of a few things, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, sure. <laughs> okay. What's what's next? What's our what's our last location? <laughs> uh, there's the Bon Vivant Suite. So this suite is it's one of the ones that you can get for you know winning at the casino which actually i just realized i didn't look into what the other rewards were usually they're some kind of liquor and maybe like a weapon or something i, mean, I assume it's probably the same case here yeah usually like, usually it's just looks like, like that. you can get an atomic cocktail that's the cheapest one or a brahmin wellington which is funny because that's what you can get from the restaurant um and then the best one is the the sweet key yeah for this and check this suite. out here's the here's the quote about it you are quite simply the talk of the casino right now with your astonishing play do stay in our Bon Vivant suite so you may continue to dazzle us. <laughs> the Bon Vivant suite. <laughs> yes. Very fancy. Yeah. So this is located not in a penthouse area. This is part of the normal hotel and costs 11,250 chips. <laughs> um, this room is a pretty normal room, apparently, for this hotel. Uh, it has two beds in it, and it is not as fancy as the penthouse suite, which is kind of interesting. It's strange that you just win like a normal night in this hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, it's kind of a normal looking room. I mean, it's a big room, but it's kind of a normal yeah. room. But again, like many things in this hotel, it's actually very clean. Right. And that's the appeal, really, is that yeah. this is a very nice place to go. So many of the places in this hotel don't look post-apocalyptic. They look like almost new, which mm -hmm. it's it's like maybe the fanciest place in the entire wasteland, which is really cool. It's like a it's like a really pristine location. And again, this this suite is just like it. Like if you if you want to find a place that would make you feel like you're not living in a post apocalyptic hell, this is one of those places. Except yeah, you want to win that that sweet key <laughs> yeah you want to you want to win this wiki except for the fact that they're eating children <laughs> and you might yeah. be served human or be drinking yeah. human soup well this is what you do is you go and you're like sorry i'm a vegetarian and then you just try to forget that these are cannibals <laughs> i know but it's it's weird like would and i guess that's where we should end this like what would you Wait wait, able... wait, 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 I have one more thing to say about this room. Okay, that one I think more thing. interesting. All right, go ahead. Yeah, and then you can, and then you can start uh, doing fun it. things. Um, I think this is really interesting. Most areas in the game that you unlock or you, like, earn your way into, right, the idea is that you get in there and then anything that's in the room, like, you want it, right? You, you can kind of scavenge and pick up whatever you want. This room, everything in the room is set as owned. And so you can't take anything. It's all stealing. And so you you earn your way into the room and there's things in containers, mm -hmm. but you have to steal them. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it becomes it becomes a dilemma. Um, but, you know, you're going to steal it anyway. We know. Right. Yeah. It's we not know that you. complicated. We know you. Um, but that's, <laughs> but that's the thing. So, like this, yeah. this is the moral dilemma of the place, too. You know, like everything is shiny and new. Like, how would you feel about this? Like, would you be OK giving money to a place that you suspect is being shady and potentially eating human beings <laughs> you know like well i think you could probably suspect that any of these casinos is being shady um true and well is do people outside of the casino really know about the cannibalism right because they've tried so hard to suppress it 
Well, you do hear rumblings. Like even when you first walk into the the place, you hear yeah. um, you hear good old Heck complaining about like what happened to his son. Um, there's right. th- there are there are rumors and rumblings going on, right? There is a little bit of that. I guess the question is, if if you were to pick up on some of the rumors, how would you feel? Would you ignore it? Would you just move on with your day? Would you would you go to a location like this and just feel like it's fine? I could I could move on. Also, what are you doing in the wasteland that you would have the money to even participate in a casino this luxurious? Like you would have to be a wealthy cattle rancher or something like this. This is mm-hmm. like this is only the most like would are you a raider that has stolen tons of caps in order to then go spend your vacation time at a casino? Like who is staying at these locations? It's not like there are lots of wealthy people out in the wasteland. You know, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. Like I I don't know who their main target audience is really Mm-mm. like there's not a lot of well-to-dos out there so no. who is it um maybe just people who want to feel like they're living like that yeah maybe maybe the because prices like are there aren't really any other spaces in the wasteland where you can experience just a nice clean space a nice clean put together space where everyone's fancy and it feels like the old world yeah like, you know yeah um drug runners yeah um Courier in chat writes drug runners like who, who else has the money to spend on this kind of stuff? Yeah, you'd have to be doing something illegal or you you got to be like the top the brass of guy. the NCR. Yeah. Maybe like uh, <laughs> like there's there's probably a very small handful of people who can actually afford to go to these kinds of places. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just a few big winners at the casino who have like just gotten super lucky. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's an but interesting question. Multiple people buy the Bon Vivant sweet key. I think it's uh it's limited, right? Like if you have, but if, like it, if I buy it for tonight, if then you have it. I guess it's the only key. Yeah, it's like renting out a hotel room. Like it's it's limited. Yeah. If I have it tonight, then you can't you can't buy it for tonight. a scenario where like you show up and someone's already there. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you just walk in. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. No, that's yeah. not how hotels rooms if, work. What if it's your? What if you're a very busy wastelander and you're only there for one night and you win? You know all those chips and then you like go to buy it, but someone else already won it for the day. Well, then you you would what just do you, do? you would rent it the next night, or you would have to no, but use then your chips for something else. Leave. Yeah, then you'd just you're use a busy your wastelander. <laughs> use your chips for other stuff. You buy you buy the the long pig. The long pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You try out the long pig. Mm-hmm. And the people soup, and the, you get some people soup and some long pig. Yummy, yummy. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Lainey, do you have anything else you want to share before we head out? Um, not really. Nothing. Nothing new. Nothing in particular. You know the usual. You can find me on places like Instagram and Twitter and uh, Twitch, I suppose. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Yeah, you should Definitely come back. Definitely in the Discord, though. You should come Can back. Say hi to me on the Discord. Stream some games and yeah, uh, chat on the Discord and um. I'll be streaming again later today. I've got uh, an Elder Scrolls uh, Lorecast episode I've got to catch up on from the other night when I, you know, had a migraine and my brain decided to attack me. So we'll be doing that. That'll be fun. We're talking Dragon Breaks again. We've got more Dragon Break stuff to talk about in Elder Scrolls, which will be super fun. So that'll be happening later this afternoon. Uh, we don't have a set time yet, but I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll be tweeting about it and posting on the Discord. So fun stuff there. And I think that's it, friends. Otherwise, tune in on Tuesday night. And if you are a patron or would like to join us, 
you can always sign up on the Patreon to talk with us and be part of the show on Tuesday night. So we'll see you then. All right, everybody. I think that's it, man. This is it. This is it, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Live chat, Sixer, Courier, Blackhand, everyone else who's in chat who I don't necessarily see their name up on the chat thing right now. Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. All right, Lainey, thanks for being here. See you guys. Bye. Bye. plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.